Welcome to Respect My Crown. Respect My Crown is a community designed to support women who desire to step into the abundance that awaits them. We know that now is the time to manifest our visions, realize our dreams, and accomplish our goals. Respect My Crown is a support system that encourages women to deepen in spirituality, sisterhood, accountability, and service. Our special guest today is a licensed mental health expert who helps people break dysfunctional cycles, overcome barriers, and face life's challenges so that they can live the life that they desire. Now, she is a formerly trained hostage negotiator, which I did not know until I saw this in her bio. We got to talk about this. She currently has a private pack practice, and she speaks all around the country, educating and empowering others. She is an amazing person. She's on a mission to encourage everyone to take care of their minds. And you've probably seen her on the OWN Network, maybe listened to her voice on the Tom Joyner Morning Show or other media outlets. She's just been all over the place. Um, she is all about mental health, and it is a lifestyle for her. She wants to make sure that it is a lifestyle for you. Please welcome A. Wise Brown to the show. Do you want me to call you by your government name? Or you want me to call you A? I know. <laughs> well, listen, I am not one of those people who are sticklers about, you know, call me this or call me that. So that is just not me. I know who I am. So whatever makes you feel comfortable, as long as you're respectful. And you're my friend, so you're always respectful. So it doesn't matter yes. to me. Andrea, A-Wise, whatever, Brown, <laughs> Boo, Boo, Girl, whatever. Everybody, you know, nowadays, everyone has, like, several different names. You got your nickname, you got <sighs> your Instagram name, you got your... <laughs> but Andrea, uh, we met last year. She was participating in a Respect My Crown event that I did in Dallas, and I just absolutely love her energy. She's such a real and honest person, and... <sighs> Uh, she takes mental health seriously, and she wants to make mm -hmm. sure that you are doing that as well. Now, um, you know what, Andrea, I've seen a lot of people, particularly celebrities, black celebrities, mm -hmm. that coming out, speaking mm -hmm. out about mental health. You have, you know, Taraji P. Henson, who just started mm -hmm. the nonprofit organization um, on behalf of her father. Kanye West has come out and talked about being bipolar. Um, the Rock came out on, I believe it was one of the master classes on OWN and talked about um, his depression. Mariah Carey came out and mm -hmm. said, hey, I'm bipolar. And even Carrie Washington spoke out about her battles with depression and having mm. an eating disorder. It's, it's everywhere. Real. Yes, yes. And it's real for all of us. And this is what my mission is. So my mission is to teach every single person on this earth how to take care of their minds while we are mentally healthy, and I put quotation marks around that, opposed mm -hmm. to mentally ill. And so a lot of times um, people run away from um, the, the term mental health mental health, mental health, they run away from it. And so it's because that they assume, and when I speak around the nation, I always ask people, when you think of a psychotherapist, which that's what I am, when you think of mental health, you know, what is it that you think of? What comes up for you? And people say, oh, crazy, you know, something's wrong with you. And then a lot of times when people joke, you know, that's what they say, oh, you need to go when something's wrong with you, you need to go see a therapist. When I try to teach people that the opposite is true, 
Mental yeah. health and mental illness is two different things. Mental health is about being proactive and keeping your mind healthy so that you do not have to suffer through mental illness. And mm-hmm. now there's a key switch to it. And if you are diagnosed with a mental illness, you can take care of your mind and become mentally healthy. So that yeah. is my mission. My mission is to teach every single person on this earth how to take care of their mind, and we need to do it as a lifestyle. We have to be proactive with taking care of our minds because we all have one. We're all connected. We're all the same. And this is why, Julia, I like the fact that all of these celebrities are now talking about it. They're talking about their own struggles because they're trying to eradicate the stigma, right? So that stigma of saying, oh, God, let's stay away from them because something's wrong with them and it's not us. Well, they're trying to say, well, no, this could happen to you too, and that it's all of us. And so that is what I am happy about. And I had no idea that Kerry Washington came out and The Rock came out. So that's so good for you to even tell me that. I had no idea. Yeah, I'm glad to see a lot more people being honest about, you know, their their mental health issues and being transparent because it's brave enough to just be transparent, but to really know the bigger picture and how your transparency is going to help others to, um, you know, to feel that they're not alone and, um, you know, and that we are all out here going through our own everyday battles. What are some of the most common mental health issues that you see on your couch as it relates to, to women? Oh boy. So now, nowadays with the rise of Technology, the use of technology, um, especially looking at social media, there's some new research that shows, and it, it reflects on my couch, that there is a rise in diagnoses of anxiety and depression. So those are, like, really huge right now. Yes, and it's not just, like I said, those people over there. It's everyone. It's your neighbor. You know, it's you. It's your children. And so with the use of technology and being disconnected from self is a huge trigger to bring on these feelings of not really being settled and being present, which can really make you anxious, increase anxiety, raise the serotonin in your brain. Yeah. And, you know, both of those I've dealt with um, quite a bit in the last year and a half. Mm-hmm. And I will say when I have done like a social media fast, you know, taken 30, 45 days off of social media and allowed someone else to post for me, I mm-hmm. was really able to clear my mind. What I found yeah. is that there's just so many messages on social media mm-hmm. that, um, and, you know, and, and and some of them aren't, it's not even that it's bad messages. There's just so many messages. You know what I mean? It's yes. like. You know, we mm-hmm. we already mm-hmm. get so annoyed when we're watching like a TV program, and so we mm-hmm. turn off when the commercials come on. But imagine you're scrolling through social media and you see all of these messages, and you need to do this, and you need to get it together, and you need to fix your face, and you need to. And then it's mm-hmm. just like mm-hmm. 
but even the positive messages can be overwhelming when there's just mm-hmm. so many messages. And yeah. so what what are some ways that we can, I guess, protect ourselves when in, in regards to social media um, to better our mental health? So this is this is my um my spiel on social media. As you know, I am challenged by social media and by the use of it <laughs> and even spending my time on there because I think that if you I believe that if you aren't selling anything and this is my personal belief, if you aren't selling anything, um then how is it helpful? Like if you aren't selling anything or maybe putting a positive message out there, you know, um, or this is another part, or maybe if you're looking for a positive message and that's the only, and you've filtered your, um, what is it, your inbox or your timeline with only things that motivate you to move forward, right, to inspire you. Like if you aren't doing those three things, you should not be on social media. And if you are doing those three things, you should still limit the time on there. I teach people all the time about getting caught and slipping down that rabbit hole. So I'll just give an example. If someone likes something that I posted, and for the team who works with me, I don't know who likes what, right? So I'm on there for a minute. I'm very intentional. I have a message Mm -hmm. every day. I wake up. I exercise, get my mind right. And what I'm feeling, I put it out there. And while I'm on there, for the 10 minutes that I'm on there, if I see anything that comes down my timeline, that where I want to inspire someone to tell them to keep going or empower them, I like it, then I get off and I'm gone. Well, yeah. the team of people, yeah. the millennials who work with me, they make, yeah. oh my, uh, in a meeting, such and such like your thing or whatever, right? So this is somebody who's a celebrity or something. And so then what they do is they slip down the rabbit hole because now they go to who that person knew, who that person was married yeah. to, who that person had kids <laughs> with, what this person had on last week, what she wore this, yeah. what car she broke. No. Wait a minute. And then they just slipped over to who the kids are, who goes with the kids, who goes with the cousin, who go, what truck they go to, who people with. You know, listening to you talk about the importance of getting in and out made me think of um, a story that I saw maybe a couple of years ago when it seemed like every other month we were hearing about um, a black man being shot by the police. And Mm -hmm. I saw this article and it was talking about um, the trauma that we are experiencing on social media by watching Mm. these stories because there's so many videos and, you know, and pictures and, you know, and then even with our current climate in the United States with our president, um, Mm. there's just so many messages every single day. There is something that you're just like, I can't believe this is happening. And, you know, just seeing those messages and watching the news and, you know, how that we don't even realize that that it's affecting our mental health. Right. And it kind of of sneaks up on you. And that's where depression is. So I was wondering, Mm -hmm. you know, 
how is it that we can really tell that those things are seeping into us? You know, what are some things that we can look out for so we can say, you know what, this is really affecting me or this was traumatic for me? No, it's good. If your outlook on life starts to change. So just hear me when I say this. Like you just said, it's a lot of stimulation and it's negative stimulation, which what happens is it creates fear. It creates fear in your subconscious. When you're fed fear and your subconscious takes it in, now on the conscious level, sometimes we're not even aware of it until we are in a full panic attack, right? So most people who come to me, uh after they've had a panic attack, first of all, they don't know what it is, right? So they can't really identify what this is. For some people, it feels like a heart attack and they go to the hospital. Some people go to the hospital and doctor several times because they continue to have these attacks and they don't understand where where the, the root of it has come from. And so for me, mm-hmm. you know, I'm an expert at peeling back the layer of the onion to still to figure out where is it, where's that splinter? Let's get the splinter out so that we can stop this pain. But as you go back to yeah. talking about the news and the, you know, social media, just technology and how it comes it comes in so fast, this negative energy, it's negative energy that we take and it's stimulation. It keeps stimulation stimulating our vagus nerve. So it keeps stimulating us on a subconscious level, and it's creating our body to create a lot of serotonin in our brain, a flooding of serotonin in our brain, and then the neurotransmitters can't really recoup. They can't do the job that they usually do to keep our mood stable without getting too, mm-hmm. right? And so that's yeah. what the job of our neurotransmitters are, is to keep our mind nice and stable. And I could always teach you, which is what I do, certain things that will actually keep your neurotransmitters working where they keep our mind stable. Well, anywho, when we are flooded with all of this negative uh, stimulation, And even though we're unaware on the conscious level, the subconscious is taking it in and it's feeling fear, 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 fear. So now you're trying to go about your day. You're leaving out the house. Now, you've already been exposed to what's going on on the news, right? So there's fear that's rolling up in your subconscious. Then you left your keys inside. So now you go back in the house to go look home, the stress of that, because now I'm going to be like, so all of these negative thoughts are also feeding the fear. Oh my gosh, I'm going to be late. Oh, I'm never going to make it. Oh, I'm not going to get the raise. Oh, I'll be in trouble. So all of this is happening on a subconscious level. You go back to get your cheese. Now you go to get your car. Now you're in traffic. Okay, fear, fear. So all of these negative thoughts of Mm -hmm. not being able to do what it is that you set out to do daily, right? Have a comfortable life, you know, a a great life, but at the least just status quo. So when that fear is fed to your subconscious, your anxiety level is rising without you even being aware of it. So what we have to do is be proactive. Cut that stimulation off at the knee. So yeah. limit the amount of information that you're taking in that negative. Cause, because guess what? It's happening anyway, whether you look at it or not. <laughs> what are you doing? Yeah. You feel me? What are you mm-hmm. doing? What are you doing 
personally that's going to change you listening to what Trump did yesterday. Now, we know that we have to vote, right? So there are certain things that we know that we have to do to create change, but taking in that negative stimulation and thinking negative thoughts every day isn't helping society as a whole and is not helping you and your family system independently. So we have to limit that stimulation because it's killing us internally and then once it rises, it kills us and it stops us from moving. It impedes us from moving forward outward physically. That's what mm-hmm. panic attacks look like. And that's what depression almost looks like when we feel hopeless and helpless. Oh, this world is dark. Oh, my gosh. You know, this is all, you know, this just happened like, um, you know, just recently in the news. Uh, what was that? The rapper Nipsey. Hustle. He was mm-hmm. right. He was just, you know, killed. And so someone who didn't even know him. Now, I understand that he changed his life and he was a good brother. He was given to the community. He was doing well. And oh, yeah. I, you know, I think that we have experienced a great loss because change is, is amazing. Right. Yeah, but someone yeah. actually called me and set up an appointment because he lost his life because he was murdered. This is somebody who's in college in a totally different state. They never wow. met him. I'm telling oh my you. Gosh. But they could not go to class because they saw on social media that this man was shot and killed. The fact that yeah. he was not living anymore. So what I'm saying yeah. is this, and then they put down the rabbit hole. They start looking at yep. videos and watching everything, things that he did and what he didn't do and yeah. what people are saying. And literally it froze them to where they could not function and go to class. Wow. So we have to, we have to watch that stimulation. It's too much. It's too much. What, what could you yeah. do? You have to get up yeah. and go to class. You can't help that. Yeah. Ooh, that's so, it's just so deep how the mind works because, mm-hmm. you know, because I've experienced depression and mm-hmm. uh, the most, most of the time that I've experienced it, I've come out of an abusive relationship and, ah. and having to um, kind of reframe my thoughts around what took place. And, you know, mm-hmm. self-pity mm-hmm. is a great, can be a great place to be when you, <laughs> when you yeah. feel like if I could just sit in self-pity and, you wow. know, and be the victim, yeah then, you know, people will comfort me or people will, you know, feel bad for me. And, but it eats you alive. And, uh, and, but I know it takes, you know, it takes work. I think some of those steps that you mentioned is really good. It's just what you have control over, you know, pay attention to what you do have control over. I have control over whether my fingers hit that Instagram every day, mm-hmm. all day. Yes. And I have control mm-hmm. over who I follow on Instagram. You know, yes. um, those things are things that I can I can alter every single day. But um, when it comes to anxiety, mm-hmm. which is, you know, much different than depression, whoo, your heart racing and you wake up thinking about things and you don't even want to think about it. It's just where mm-hmm. your brain goes, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. And what are some common, you know, tips that you give to your clients in regards to anxiety? Okay, so let me break this down for you. So, yes, that's why everything that you're saying is so accurate. And anxiety feels different for everyone. So some people literally could, um, like, get 
soaking wet. Like they start to sweat everywhere, right? Uh, Some people get dizzy. Some people can't see. I had a client recently who came to me. She literally lost her vision. She has, yes, she has um, blind spells due to anxiety when she becomes anxious. Yes, yes. Wow. People get irritable bowel syndrome. I hear a yes. lot of women that I know who experience anxiety that are like, why am I going to the bathroom? Oh, mm-hmm. the hell? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. And, you know, there's new research that teaches that so that's so true because your gut is so connected. Your colon is connected, of course, to your brain and to your emotions. Yeah. So, yes, that wow. is usually a very common response and taking care of your gut. But there's new research that comes out, that has come out, I'm sorry, that teaches about taking care of your stomach, of your gut, taking probiotics, because mm. when, you're, when your gut is off balance, then also um, is your mental state. Wow. Yeah, so it affects the neurotransmitters in your brain when your gut is off balance. So now, mm. yes. People are suggesting, I'm going to say experts in certain fields are suggesting that you should also take probiotics if you're dealing with mental health issues, mental wow. illness. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Isn't that something? Ooh, that's yeah. going to be another good. Okay, wait. Let me let me just okay. let's stick a pin in this right here because because <laughs> you're making me think about something. We know that in our urban communities. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe the um, people who are not as um, they don't have the access to the education yes. that we may have. Yes, like, there are so many things that they're missing out on. You know, mm-hmm. like, I mean, just I'm, and you just made me think of it because you're talking about probiotics, which is something mm-hmm. that I just recently learned about a couple of years ago when I actually met mm-hmm. someone who makes a kim- a kombucha. And yes. they did it for um, for physical and, and mental health reasons. And I'm like, wow. And, you know, mm-hmm. but in our communities, they don't know about pro- probiotics. Yes. And gosh, there's just so much, you know, and uh, we're already trying to get them up on this mental health thing and why they need to sit down and talk to somebody, which they won't do <laughs> because we've been taught, you know, to keep our mouths shut. But there's just so much education that we need to bring to these communities um, yes. so that they have the opportunities to, you know, to fix these things. Yes, 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 you're right. And that's why that's a part of my mission to talk about how we should, you know, include fermented foods into our diet, like sauerkraut. Yes. Like there are certain things, right, you know, um, Greek yogurt. Right, so all of those are natural probiotics. If you can't afford the probiotics in your local, um, wow. you know, Walgreens or yeah, so there's a lot of knowledge um, that I like to teach. You know, um, well, yeah, a lot of information. I'm saying it's my knowledge, but it's information that I really yeah. teach, and I and I'm on a mission to give so that we can be proactive. Um, turmeric too. I love turmeric. Turmeric is something that we should also add to our food. Um, Turmeric is good. It is research supports the fact that it helps with your mood. It helps to balance your mood. And it also, tons of clients have told me that it helps with insomnia. 
So really, yeah, this is good stuff. I sprinkle it everywhere, everywhere, (laughs) whole family. Okay, they have turmeric and they don't even know they're eating turmeric. I need everybody to be. Just sprinkle it in there. Just sprinkle it in there. My husband's like, why are my eggs so orange? Don't worry about it. Just eat it. It's going to feel good. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) That is so funny. Okay, I'm sorry. I know I threw you off. That's your anxiety. No. Tips to help them with anxiety. Okay, yes. So let me just say this. So outside of being proactive, exercise, right, because that's a part of being proactive, but outside of that, Oh, my gosh, meditation, mindfulness. So this whole thought of meditation and mindfulness, people see that as, oh, that's woo-woo, right? You know, that's those people do that. We don't do that. Well, let me tell you something. You need to do that because you really have to quiet your mind. So if you are in a state where you need to, where you're feeling anxious, where you're feeling you know, that you're feeling overwhelmed, you don't know what to do at that time, um, then you have to go find a quiet space. You need to remove yourself from whatever situation that you're in. You have to change the environment. So if it's going to a bathroom stall, or I tell people if they're at work, go to the stairwell and just sit. You need to ground yourself because what you have to do is you have to tell your mind, right? Now, think about this. You have to tell your mind that this is not an emergency and that I'm safe because when you are in that space of panic, then anxiety has you all up in the in the world, like all up in the sky. So you're not grounded. You're ungrounded. So what we need to do is ground yourself. So sometimes you can sit on the floor, but I don't, if if there's people around, you may not want to do that. So that's why I say go to a stairwell. And when you get there and you sit down, you tell yourself that I am safe. I am safe. I am safe. Now, what you do is you do some deep breathing, deep breathing. And as you deep breathe, breathe out, you breathe in, you breathe out, you breathe in. You start to look at things that are around you that are present right here and right now. So what you're doing is you're telling your mind, you're trying to adjust your mind um, to come out of that state where it feels like it's lost and it's disconnected and it's caught up in danger, urgency, something's wrong, panic, panic, panic. It's like, nope, come down, okay. What am I sitting on? Okay, this is the floor, and you're breathing. Oh, okay, these are the stairs. Okay, so you kind of look at things that are right there where you are. That is grounding. That's bringing you here and now. Once you do that for a little while, and even a lot of people get the benefit out of when they do the deep breathing, they actually imagine the breath going out and then the breath coming in, the breath going out, and the breath coming in. So that's also something that's grounding for the brain. So it tricks the brain. Come away from that panic. That's not really true. But what's true and what's real is right now I'm breathing. Uh Breath is coming in. Breath is coming out. You get me? So it's bringing you back to reality, and it's the reality of I'm safe. So whatever that fear was, 
that triggered me is the feeling unsafe. It's not even real. It's not true. But it's not until you ground yourself and you realize, okay, mindfulness here and now that you can then still do the work. That's why therapy yeah. is so important for someone to help you. But it's, you have to do the work to realize, wait, okay, hold on. So now once you're back in your body, you didn't depersonalize, you're here and you're present, your anxiety is lower, you feel calm, you're relaxed. Now I can think, what was my trigger? What was that thing that sent me over? And you start to kind of remember, rewind. Oh, it was when I got that text message from that girl that I no longer want a relationship with and I don't know how to tell her no. Or, oh, Mm -hmm. it's from when I saw that guy's picture and I see he has a girlfriend and I'm acting like it doesn't bother me, but it does. Or, oh, when someone raised their hand to me and all of a sudden they may have been reaching for something else, but it triggered me to remember when my last boyfriend put his hands on me and he choked me up. Or, oh, it was a call that I got from my mother. It's something that I have to deal with that I don't really want to deal with right now. And so mm-hmm. the thought, the negative thought is, is that, like, it's worst case scenario. That's what our brain goes to. You get me? Some people. Yeah. Not That's everyone. So good. That, I, I just want to sit on the couch and talk to you all day. <laughs> <laughs> you definitely can. You know that. <laughs> oh, I need to come see you. Um, Andrea, <laughs> listen, before we wrap up, um, yes. there are four elements that make up Respect My Crown. And I'm going to run through these really quickly with you. If you can just okay. um, tell me first, um, spirituality, you know, what does that look like for you on a daily? How are you connecting to God and spending time with him daily? Oh, yes. So for spirituality, for me, is recognizing the God that's in me, which keeps me grounded, but it also propels me to follow my dreams and live the life that I desire. I go back to the the Bible verse um, in Genesis 1.27 that we are basically created, God created man in his own image. So we are from him, we are of him. And I look at, you know, if you... Um, I've I've heard this metaphor before, and I totally agree. I think it explains it for me, is when you think of an ocean, I think of God as an ocean. And I also see God in everything, but I look at the ocean as God, and we are cups. So we Mm. have the power. He created us. We are cups of that ocean. So we have the power to co-create our lives. So I live with that daily. I live with that's that that right. trust within me, and that's that thing that I go back to that grounds me, keeps me that's grounded. That's great. I love it. Um, sisterhood. Do you have a big tribe, a small tribe, a friends? What does oh, sisterhood boy. look like for you? Yeah, so I look at the world. All the women in the world are my sisters. We are all connected. However, mm-hmm. the people that I keep really close to me are people who share the same energy as me. So, you know, they're positive, they're giving, like those are the people that I need around me because it's all about our personal needs. Those are the people that I need around me that will help me to propel, help me to propel in life, to go to the next level. And I also surround myself with people who inspire me to grow and people who have done more than what I've done. Because that's why they inspire me to grow, always. 
Oh, I'm glad you mentioned that too, because that wraps into mm-hmm. the, the th- third element of Respect My Crown, which is accountability. You know, how are other women keeping you accountable? Do you have like a a little text group where, you know, where you talk to your friends, do you have a, that one person that's like, hey, what are we doing this week? What have you done? Have you achieved your goals? You know, what is that's what does good. that look like for you? Okay, so two parts. So with my, um, on aysbrown.com, so what I do for people who actually subscribe to the website, I do a monthly newsletter of encouraging other people to grow. So if you're a woman and you've subscribed, you're a part of that link, you're a part of my tribe. If you're a man who subscribes, you're a part of my link and you're a part of my tribe. So that's what I do to give. I do that once a month. But then for me, I just kind of have an emergency line, and I have a couple of mentors. I have a mentor that sees one part of my life and my lifestyle, and I have a mentor that sees the other. And so when I need them, I get on that call and I text, and they text me right back. We we go, it's a back phone. We get on that back phone, and then we talk, and um, <laughs> and I connect in that way. That's exactly what happens. I love it. Okay. And then the last part of Respect My Crown is service. What's one of the most rewarding ways um, that you give back? I mean, we know that you give back through the work that you do with mental health. Mm -hmm. Are there any certain organizations that you do work with? Or, you know, maybe there's another part of you that we don't know about that you're passionate about in the community. Everything for me pretty much is surrounded with um, mental health. <laughs> so yes. basically, yeah, I mean, that's the truth because I do believe that that's what God created me for. So yeah, I'm created to inspire, to give, to uplift, but it's through the vein of mental health. And so I do donate to the local like mental health, you know, charities, anything that's going on in the community. Um, I'm a part of, I donate my time, um, yeah. and even like to homeless organizations, I donate my time and giving and resources. So, so that that's me. That's, that's what I do. Well. It's not there's not one specific you know place that I would say, oh yeah, go look at this. There's anything yeah. that comes across here my desk that has to do with mental health, and I feel like it's real and it's true. Then I'll connect yeah. and give. Mm-hmm. That's great. We always end our podcast with an affirmation and asking Mm -hmm. our guests to give an affirmation so it begins with I am and then you fill in the blank and then tell us why you chose that affirmation oh well I will say this is what I know for sure is for me I am a power starter that's what I was born as, a path starter. So God created me. He created me with the gift of encouragement. He created me with the gift of empowerment and discernment. So I was born to ignite the power in you, and you is every single person that I encounter. And so what I would say is a part of our life's journey and the purpose for living is to connect to why is it that God created you? Because we all have a unique gift, all of us. And so I am a child of God, but I am a power starter. And that, and that's that's how I live my life. Yes, yes. Well, thank you so much, Andrea Wise Brown. 
A Wise Brown on Instagram. <laughs> if you want to follow her, please do yes. because she posts some really great content and um, quotes mm-hmm. to help women with mental health. And I just, I love you to death. I'm so glad that we were able to connect. And I believe this was a divine connection. And yes. uh, I feel like we're going to do some great work in the future. I mm-hmm. I see us hopping on a cruise ship, doing yes. some type of mental health cruise. Yes, <laughs> I don't yes. know why it's just in my head, but I see it. And look at that. Maybe maybe you speaking about God being the ocean. We can just fill up some folks on a cruise and yes. help people. Yeah. Yes. You it. know I am. I'm here for it, and I love you. So much from the day that I met you. Your spirit is amazing, and I love everything that you are doing, and I am Thank here you. for it. I'm here for Thank it. Thank you. I appreciate you. And is there a website where people can go if they um, want to reach out to you, if we have some people in the area who may want to use your services? Yes, yes, yes. So please go to A. So what is it? W W W A W I S E B is in boy R O W N dot com A Y Brown dot com. You can see when I'm in your area. I'm doing an event. You can sign up for monthly classes. So I do these monthly classes that are like a fraction of the price to actually come into the office. And it's really about I'm really encouraging you and empowering you to live the life that you desire. Um, And so, yes, you know, please subscribe to the website. Join us. Join the tribe. We are out here, and I am on a mission to help you being to be proactive with taking care of your mind and keeping it healthy and strong. And I want you to understand that this is not for, you know, my platform is not just for mentally ill people. No, it's for all people. Like you are my client. You are my client. It's for everyone. Because we're working to stay mentally healthy. Yes. Oh, goodness. I love it. Well, thank you so much for being a part of our podcast today, Andrea Wise-Brown, and you are tuned in to Respect My Crown, the podcast.